Hello and welcome to the Forest of Pop Culture Fae. I am Miller C. Lashbrook and I am your fairy host on your journey through this forest of pop culture. This week on Pop Culture Fae, I will be talking about Sony Marvel's Madam Web. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Alrighty, well, uh, first we've got the the what I what am I consuming and um, some exciting news to talk about before we get into the topic of Madam Web for this week. Um, before before all that, I want to say thank you for your patience in the episode this week coming out a little uh, a couple days late uh, later than normal than the usual Sunday. Uh, I was out of town, so uh, hence the late recording. It was not because I <laughs> didn't want to talk about Madam Web. Um, oh yeah, we'll get there. Uh, but in terms of what I have been consuming this week, I finished reading Rick Riordan's uh, Magnus Chase and the Gods of Asgard book, The Sword of Summer, and I've begun reading the second canon Star Wars book, uh, Tarkin. In comics, I've been continuing my early 2000s Bendis reading with uh, his more of his Daredevil run and The Pulse by Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, I hadn't heard of this series, so it's interesting. Uh, kind of, I didn't realize Jessica's Jessica Jones that is that her story continued in like a Daily Bugle. Uh, related book, so I'm, I'm finding that intriguing. In TV, I've continued watching The Good Place. I am finally getting around to finishing Bad Batch Season 2, uh, because time of recording today, Bad Batch Season 3 has come out, so I want to uh, get on finishing Season 2 so that I can start Season 3. The show is fantastic, and I've also been re-watching X-Men the Animated Series in preparation for X-Men 97. And of course, in movies, I watched Madam Web. Um, some exciting news in the past week. <laughs> I feel like this kind of nicely segues into our discussion of Madam Web as well. Uh, last week, and uh, before the release of Madam Web, was actually like a pretty good week for Marvel news. I mean, we got the first trailer for Deadpool 3 during the Super Bowl, uh, which is now officially titled Deadpool and Wolverine. It looks awesome. I, I'm hooked. I get the premise. And quite frankly, I don't want to see anything else about the movie. <laughs> if they don't release any other trailer, that would be fine with me. I just I want it to be July so that I can see the movie already. We also got on Valentine's Day last week the official casting for the Fantastic Four, where we have Pedro Pascal as Reed Richards, Vanessa Kirby as Susan Storm. We have Joseph Quinn as Johnny Storm and Eben Moss Bakrat as Ben Grimm. And wow, what a cast. I'm so excited. I think Joseph Quinn has the kind of the look and the comedy that I would want from a Johnny Storm. 
Vanessa Kirby has the spunk that I think Sue has been lacking in all the versions of her that we've seen in live action so far. Pedro Pascal is such a choice for Reed Richards, and so I'm really interested to see where he takes the character because Reed is so different from the characters he's usually cast as. And then, of course, uh, Eben Moss Baccarat from The Bear, from The Punisher, he is going to be just a fantastic Ben Grimm, a fantastic thing. Uh, I'm so excited for this cast, and I'm really interested to see how else the cast shapes up if we're getting doom or silver surfer galactus in this movie like rumors are saying who will be in those roles i think marvel knows that this movie is something that they need to take a lot of care with and this cast plus the fact that matt shackman of wandavision fame is behind the director chair i think we've got a good a a good movie on our hands And then, of course, to round that all out (laughs) and to drown out the the (laughs) online chatter around Madam Web, we got our first official trailer of X-Men 97 this past week. Uh, Just amazing the way they opened the trailer with the uh, older TV, with the ending of the original X-Men animated series. I really like the new animation style. I'm excited for these characters to come back. I'm excited for new characters to join or to take more of a presence. Like I said, it's gotten me rewatching the original animated series. This will be my kind of third time watching it all the way through. And just, it looks so good. And I'm down for any X-Men content that I can get. And if this is going to be the thing to tide me over while we wait for a proper X-Men movie or series in the MCU, that's fine by me. And in the meantime, of course, Deadpool and Wolverine is going to deal with some X-Men stuff in live action. Yeah, great week for Marvel, other than the movie that I'm going to be talking about for (laughs) the main topic here today. So uh, I guess let's let's move on and talk Madam Web. (laughs) Okay, let's talk <laughs> Madam Web. Now, um, I've always tried to be on the, on this podcast very positive about things, even when it's not my favorite. And even in this new second season of Pop Culture Fae, my mission statement has really been to try to stay positive. I think uh, Secret Invasion really was the thing that just kind of made it hard to enjoy covering stuff week to week or as it came out. And so I, well, obviously I'll still be like today talking about what's coming out recently. I'm going to try to not just rag on this movie, but to just right off the bat, give you kind of my overall thoughts. I mean, going into this movie, before I saw it, I, the, I'd seen the Rotten Tomatoes score, which is awful. 
I've seen the trailer, which was not great. The main actress in it, Dakota Johnson, I haven't really been a fan of hers and her other things that I've seen specifically. She's very stilted, very wooden in the Fifty Shades of Grey movies that I've seen. And so I just didn't have that high of expectations going in. But I did not expect to leave the theater and give this movie a half a star on Letterboxd. Uh, So half out of five stars. Or I guess that would be the equivalent of a one out of ten, right? Um, Not great. I, I love superhero content. I love Marvel. And I, I really like Spider-Man and stuff with the Spider-Verse and things related to Spider-Man. But, wow, this movie really tested that for me. <laughs> and so I guess I'll start by saying this. I mean, there are, there are really some glimmers of ideas in here that I think that's what makes it the saddest thing is there are some interesting ideas done in this movie that could have made for an interesting movie, but that's just not what gets focused on. So uh, from here on out, I'll talk spoilers. I feel like if you're here listening to me, you probably don't care about spoilers or you unfortunately also went and saw the movie um, and lost that time. (laughs) So, I mean, the biggest thing for me is this movie just, it, it has some really interesting ideas in it that don't get used properly. I mean, the idea of having an early 2000s period piece could be an interesting idea, especially when the early 2000s was when the superhero genre really started to take off in movies with the early, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies and the early X-Men movies and Blade, right? And so that's a cool, that would have been a cool time period to like pay homage to, especially with the Sam Raimi movies. But the movie didn't need that time period. Like it didn't really do anything with it being set in that era it didn't utilize like what was going on socially and politically in like new york and in the country at that time it didn't pull from the those like superhero movies i guess visually it did have some similarities to like the uh, ben Affleck Daredevil movie and some of the Raimi Spider-Man movies, but it didn't, I don't know, it, it just didn't quite work. Another thing that could have been interesting with this movie is we have Ben Parker, uh, so Uncle Ben, and um, Mary Parker, so Peter Parker's mother, both in this movie. And Peter's birth, even though Peter is never mentioned by that name, like they even hint at it and then cut off him being called Peter at one point in the movie. Like 
his birth is part of this plot, but yet it seems so insignificant. I think at one point there were rumors around Madame Webb that it was going to deal with like her making sure that he's born. That's not in this movie. Like, I mean, she makes sure that in a way that like Mary can get to the hospital, but no villain or being is trying to stop Peter Parker from being born. And I think that's what those original rumors were saying. And it seems like maybe at one point the script could have been doing that, but you could have swapped out Ben Parker for another name and Mary Parker for somebody else. And that baby could have been any baby and the plot would not have changed. So the fact that we have these characters who are important to the Spider-Man lore just feels weird and kind of forced because they don't do anything with it. Some other things that could have been really interesting, we have the presence of three characters who in the comics are different Spider-Women. In a way, we have Anya Corazon, Maddie Franklin, and Julia Carpenter all in this movie. Them becoming Spider-Women is hinted at, and we get flash-forwards showing them in suits and with their powers, and that's been used in the marketing campaign and the trailers, but that never happens. It's all just shown in a flash-forward but we don't see them get their powers or become those people. Which one I get like having them become spider people before Peter is a weird choice. Right. But it just feels odd again, just like the presence of baby Peter here. It seems odd to include them as these kind of damsel characters for Cassandra Webb, for Madam Webb, only for them to not ever power up in the movie. And it just, it feels weird. Like it, it feels like the kind of cookie cutter superhero movie, which I think would have been better than this would have second or third act ended up with the three of them getting their powers. And then their final fight would have been them working with Cassandra Webb with Madam Webb to defeat our villain. I think that would have made for maybe a more visually interesting final, like third act and a more emotionally rewarding one. Instead, like we spend five minutes of a mo- of a montage at the end of act two with them learning CPR. And then that becomes like the crucial point at the end of the movie is the girls knowing CPR and being able to bring back Cassandra Webb. It's just, there's some really just weird choices happening here 
overall, I think this just I I highly doubt we will ever see any of these characters again. I think this movie is bad in a way that it wouldn't even really be that fun to revisit these characters. I mean, maybe it would be fun to like have Deadpool make a joke about this movie. I don't know if I want to see these versions of these characters ever again. Um, It's not like new mutants where the casting was so good for one of the characters that I really want to see them again. And I'm talking about Anya Taylor-Joy as Ileana Rasputin as magic. There's no casting here that I'm like, I've got to see this person again in this role. I just, this, it, Morbius was Morbius, right? This movie, though, made me really just, I think this is the final straw for, in a, in a lot of ways, this is the final straw for the Sony Spider-Man movies that I think Dark Phoenix would have been for Fox if Disney had not already bought Fox at that point, where I think we're, as fans, ready for Disney to just pay what they need to pay to Sony to get the ability to control all of these characters again, because Sony does not know what they're doing, at least in live action. Sony can keep making the Spider-Verse movies. They, they're doing well with that. I mean, as long as, I guess, Phil Lord and Chris Miller are attached to it, then it'll work out. I just, I don't have any interest in these Spider-Man-less Spider-Man movies. I want these characters to appear with Peter in a movie. I just... I don't really have any interest anymore in these weird solo movies without Spider-Man. Madam Web is a very specific type of character. She's a clairvoyant, like, crone-type archetype character who works really well when she's in sort of a Web Warriors or, uh, like, Spider-Verse-type scenario where she can be the one kind of like planning things out and plotting things out. I don't need Craven the hunter to be an anti-hero. I just, I hope that we can be done with these Sony Marvel movies after Venom three. Like let's get Craven out of the way and let Venom 3 be the last one. And then please, after Secret Wars, can the MCU just be in charge of all these characters? <laughs> it's just it's just so weird to me. Um and I haven't even gone into like the wooden dialogue, the the way that this movie is less than two hours but feels like it 
does nothing and a lot at the same time. Like we revisit the same scenes multiple times because we have a character who can see the future a little bit ahead. And so for that reason, it feels like we don't really get anywhere. But then at the same time, like at one point in the movie, Cassie's like, Hey girls, I know there's a man hunting you down, trying to kill you. Stay here with my friend, Ben Parker. I'm going to go for a couple weeks to Peru, to the jungle, to find out the circumstances of my birth. Just insane. And then the way that they not only kind of butcher Ezekiel, I mean, they butcher a lot of these characters, but they make Ezekiel Sims into this like one dimensional wooden villain, but then spend so much time with him that we do not need where he has crazy dialogue. Um, it's just, yeah, this, I would not recommend uh, going and seeing this in theaters with how expensive it is to see a movie. And I just, I can't recommend seeing this um and don't give sony your money don't tell them that making a marvel movie like this is okay i say wait till this is included with your netflix subscription six months from now and if you're morbidly curious watch it then where you don't have to pay anything extra to watch it <laughs> just yeah I, I i just i can't in good conscience uh, especially if you're a Marvel fan, I can in good conscience recommend going and seeing this movie. Um, yeah, I just, wow. I, I, I need a palate cleanser. I'm glad that we have X-Men 97 right around the corner and Deadpool 3 should kick butt later this year. Um, I just... <laughs> I'm glad that they, like, apparently the Silk show that was being worked on is on hold. I'm like, Sony, please don't continue making great Spider-Man games. Keep making the Spider-Verse movies because those are amazing. But please stop making live action movies starring characters that should be part of Peter's stories without him. Please. <laughs> um yeah some interesting live action versions of comic costumes i guess is a positive of this movie sure um but yeah those are my thoughts on madam web i'm sorry i don't like to get negative i'm sorry that i did get pretty pretty negative especially like literally saying don't go watch this movie um hopefully that helps you choose whether or not you want to see this movie uh yeah it's not good. <laughs> Alrighty, well, thank you for joining me today and talking about Madam Web. If you are listening and enjoying the podcast, make sure to subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice. And if you are really loving it, dropping a five-star review for the pod would be awesome as well. Also, if you have a friend who would like the podcast, make sure to share it with them to help grow our little community here. 
Next week on the podcast, I will hopefully be a lot more positive than this week. I will be talking about the season three premiere of Bad Batch. We got three episodes uh, today dropping on Disney+. And I will also be talking about Netflix's live-action Avatar, The Last Airbender Show. So, a double-topic episode. Uh, Hopefully, we'll have a lot to talk about. Once again, I am Miller C. Lashbrook. You can find me on Twitter at Mill C. Lashbrook, on Instagram at Miller C. Lashbrook. And for more Pop Culture Fay, you can head to my website, popculturefay.com, for blog posts and more content. Finally, I hope that you have a fantastic day and a wonderful week, and I hope to find you the next time you wander into the forest of Pop Culture Fae.